When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, what's going on? I'm Rob Sesternino back again to talk with you about the week's most interesting news stories for the week of September 21st, 2022 here on News AF. If a story is buzzing like it's on crystal meth, it's about to be News AF. If the same old news makes you bored to death, it's time for some News AF. Yeah, we are back here on a Wednesday this week, back together and got some uh, really uh, interesting stories to talk about here with the News AF team. First, here with us is Pickleball's top influencer from a slightly different angle in his room. It's Tyson Mm -hmm. Apostle. Tyson, how are you? I'm great. The angle on my face is the same for those that are taking this in. Audioly rather than uh, mm-hmm. visually. Yes. Uh, the angle of the microphone is the same. Yeah. The angle of the room behind me is different. Same room, different angle. So my goal is that over the course of like the next five oh, years, yeah, yep, someone will be able to piece my entire guest room together. A couple taking, degrees every day, every week, yeah, right? Yeah, by taking stills of what's behind me. And uh, that's it. Yeah, so excited to be here. Number one pickleball influencer released today, made the official podcast of Major League Pickleball, which I am one of the hosts Congratulations. of. Congratulations. Thank you. Nice. It would mean a lot if everybody uh, listening could go to Inside MLP or Google search on your podcatcher inside MLP or inside major league pickleball, like review, whatever you got to do would, you know, we're creating all this free content. The least you could do is give us some thumbs up and support. Mm-hmm. So Tyson, yeah. I saw uh, you did a, a sensual photo shoot on Instagram. Oh yeah. For chubbies. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, very sensual. Yeah. Let's make this. Yes. Yeah. I was wearing, uh, I think I had this shirt on in some of the photos. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So Chubby's is one of my That's new on friends. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. And they, uh, if you go to TysonApostle.com, there's a link to get you 20% off all Chubby's gear, which they do make some of the best athletic shorts in the business mm-hmm. and some of the coolest like uh, golf shirt style, uh, super relaxed, super, I mean, Look at the vibe I'm putting. Look at the right pictures. Now. That yeah. doesn't get more relaxed yeah. than those pictures. Yeah, Danny is right. Uh yeah, very sensual, sensual. Uh, photo shoot. Um, yeah. And uh there here's coach jumping in. I got a chubby's looking at this pick. Classic coach. Uh, <laughs> Classic that coach. was low-hanging fruit right yeah. there. Yeah, that's well, what he likes. That's the he likes yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, he got it. Mm-hmm. The only thing missing from those pictures was a bear rug. And a uh, fire in the background. Mm-hmm. I thought those would have been appropriate. Oh, maybe next time. Yeah, just yeah. write yeah. it down. That's on more your of a winter. Like, uh, I mean, this is like in a the full winter. That's photo true. Shoot. Yeah. This is yeah. a fall shoot. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the winter. We we're gonna have some fleeces later in the in the campaign here, where I'll be wearing some nice three quarter zip uh, fleece, 
jackets, mm-hmm. et cetera. You're going to love it, Danny. Oh, oh, thank you for me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for me. Th- I, I know that you have a discerning palate, so I always mm. try to think, what would Danny like? Mm-hmm. And Danny That's doesn't even normally wear shorts, uh, but I think he would check those out. I try not to. Um, they make great running shorts. Uh, they're awesome because they have like pockets. They have enough pockets. They're short enough. They're stretchy enough. I need it's, two in one though. Do they have two in one? Yeah, with my a built-in liner. So, yeah, my yeah, thighs are so They have built-in big. liners. Yes. Okay. What's the two in one? It's underwear and shorts. It's, it's a no, long liner. Like yes. it goes down. It goes down past the length of the shorts, Danny. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, I've run in those types. That's good. The more protection, the better, just to keep my thighs from catching fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heat blisters develop. What are you getting protection from? My thighs. They rub together. Like They're that. so oh. massive. Yes. Yeah. You can't, I just can't have loose fabric in there. It's going to chafe like crazy. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, here is the man who hates loose fabric. It's Danny Bryson. Danny, how are you? Pretty good. Sat next to a guy on the airplane yesterday yes. who was wearing shorts. Oh, for a long flight? Not a good look. 10 hours, 10 and a half hours in shorts. Did you accidentally touch his naked leg at any point? Never. I am like... Did he accidentally touch his naked leg to you at any point? No, thank goodness. Unless I was asleep and he secretly was rubbing his naked leg. That would be a gross violation of my personal space. Mm -hmm. Were you in, uh, and not to pry too deeply, were you in coach or first class here? Oh, I wish I was in first class. Looks nice up there. They make you walk through there so you can see what you're missing. <laughs> yeah. And, and so all the way to the back. <laughs> they put the first class passengers on first. So yeah. you have the option to high five them. Well, as you go yeah. And the they're coach. drinking their flute of champagne yeah. as you walk by and reading Passing the Wall judgment, Street yeah. Journal. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'll go back here with the riffraff and the short wearing individuals. <laughs> the guys wearing shorts. Uh, do you ever get up to use the bathroom on a flight that long or do you train your body to never I only got up to use the bathroom yesterday because I felt like I was sitting way too long and I started to think Mm -hmm. about blood clots you know deep vein thrombosis yeah so then I didn't even have to pee but I got up and went you normally I sit statue still with my arms drawn to my discipline yeah any amount of time that's what I used to do yeah when I'd fly back and forth from Europe I prided myself on never getting up the entire time. So I'd always take a window because I knew I was never going to get up. I didn't need to get out. I could sleep. I could hang out. I could sleep. I could hang out. And then I'm all of a sudden there. Now, at the ripe old age of 43, I have to get up. Got to walk around. Mm -hmm. The only people walking around are these really inconsiderate old people who grab the headrest of every chair as they walk walk by. They're the worst. Their big guts are bumping into me. And remember, I'm here in a tight space. Basically, Are you on, you're not on the aisle. Position. I was on the aisle this time. So you sometimes, did you get like butt to the face? Because I know sometimes oh, yeah. there's old people I, you can turn and their butt's right there. I had my had my head hung in despair looking at my feet for an hour or two. Mm-hmm. And then at one point I looked up and there was someone's butt within four inches of my face. Yeah. Could you I smell thought, it? This is, in any other situation, this would be a police matter. Passing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> where's the where's the air marshal? I yeah. mean, seriously, the how could this be? How is this okay? That her <laughs> butt could be so close to my face. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh and it was. Oh, so close. It was shocking. I had to back up instantly, like, whoa, whoa. But it you was know? also okay. Yeah, it was okay because it's an airplane. 
and just like all society's rules just go right out that double pane window. <laughs> they, they jam you in a tin can uh, oh, 30,000 so feet above the earth. And yeah. I thought we all agreed not to to tilt our seats back, right? I thought that was like an unspoken agreement. No, uh, no. I, I've always wanted it to be, and I was looking around the plane and only the lady in front of me and a handful of other people actually had their seats back. I think you got to like, like get consensus on the plane. Uh, yeah, for that. it's always Before, it's a situational. Yeah, uh, so it was awful. So I had no space because the, they keep shrinking it even as people get bigger. Mm-hmm. But then the lady in front of me, she tilted back and I thought, look around. No one yeah. else is doing that. Yeah. So if she tilts back, that then gives you allowance per- to per- tilt permission back. to hammer that touch screen as yeah, hard as exactly. possible or tilt back uh, or if you look behind you, so the, these are the rules that I made up in my head. Good. If you look behind you and see who's behind you, if it's someone teeny tiny, then you can move your chair back. Yeah. Like I, it's I, either I a child a or a very, very small person. Uh, and then at that point, if they're tilted back behind you, no matter who they are, you can also tilt back. Dominoes effect. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. I went and to a, then, went to a concert and everyone was seated and I thought this will be the greatest concert ever and then one person in the front row stood up and started dancing. Up. Everybody stands up. Nightmare. The nightmare <laughs> unfolded within under ten seconds. Yes, yes. You don't have to tell me, dude. All I think every time I go to a concert is please, no one stand stand up. up. Really? Yeah. yeah. The second one person stands up, you have to stand up for three hours to watch yeah. the show. Wow. Ridiculous. Same thing on airplanes with yeah. the, the back thing. One person leans back and it just, you know, it can. I, I stopped it. I was, I was the person. I should have been applauded as I walked off the a plane. hero. Here's the no, man because who it's stopped kind of, the plane from becoming a, everyone leaning back yeah. airplane. Well, some people will applaud you and uh, revere you as a hero, but other people will say that you are the buzzkill. Uh, and that is because, like, you're like the guy in at the a football badge of stadium honor. who won't do the the, the wave. wave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, I refuse to do the wave, and everybody else is like, bro, you're causing a hiccup here, and you're like, I don't care. And don't so harsh my are, mellow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't make me stand up mm-hmm. or lean back. <laughs> so anyway, shorts, tight seats, people leaning back ten yeah. ten and a half hours. Sounds like air travel isn't for you, Danny. <laughs> ah, it is if I get up there in those first class seats with a flute of hot cocoa. Oh, you, and you just do the hot cocoa. Right on my face. Mm-hmm. Have we ever gone over this before? Danny drinks hot cocoa a lot in the mornings. A lot. I, love I it. think it's come up. It has yeah. come up. It has yeah. to. It's delicious. Yes. In the winter, and we've this is when we've talked about it. In the winter, it's like every morning. Best way to start my day. Yeah. What a weirdo. But do you do coffee yeah. also or no? No. No. Just, just hot chocolate. Hot yeah. It's yeah. against the word of wisdom. Danny's mm-hmm. body is a temple. He can't put coffee in that. Mm-hmm. I can put Mountain Dew and gummies all day long. Yeah. All day but long. Or, or energy drinks, but no mm-hmm. coffee. I do like the smell of coffee. I think it tastes awful though. Okay. All right. So, you aren't adding yeah. enough sugar and cream. Mm-hmm. I know. All right. Well, we've got some big stories to talk about Ooh. this week. And we have to start a place where News AF always gives you all the latest news about trends that have gone terribly wrong. And the kids are trying something on TikTok. And the FDA had to step in and issue a warning to people do not 
do I repeat, do not attempt the new viral trend as seen on TikTok, the NyQuil chicken challenge. Sounds delicious. Does it? NyQuil chicken. I don't think NyQuil is good, but just the name itself, NyQuil chicken. Mm -hmm. Doesn't sound bad. Yeah. I didn't know what NyQuil was, which is the most disgusting thing to drink in the world, but you didn't know what NyQuil was. No, no. I said, if I didn't know what NyQuil was. Yeah. Then he would be interested in trying this dish. When I saw this, I started to wonder what other medicines we could be cooking our meats in. Yeah. So they're okay. So they're marinating the chicken in NyQuil. Tyson, let me show you. Okay. Do not try this at home, but this is an example of the type of TikTok video you will see instructing young people. Now, this is like chicken breast. This is a healthy mm-hmm. thing. So this is a little confusing message. Okay. Um, uh, and chicken breast, uh, arguably healthy. Yes. I mean, yeah. Who some knows? Is that what you're saying? Say, well, some people would say it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let's see what we got going on. All right. Here's NyQuil chicken. This in the past. And usually I use about, you know, four thirds of the bottle. And no, no, this man says he used thirds. four thirds four of the thirds. bottle. <laughs> That's a bottle and a quarter. Okay. Gosh, a bottle understand. and a third. Yeah. That's way too much. As much as I do. That's if you're boiling the chicken in NyQuil, I yeah, think. Use four thirds of, of the bottle. But if you're listening to the podcast, okay, he's, so he's got like a kind of a, a frying pan, uh, but more maybe a skillet, would you say? Uh, you could make pancakes yeah. on this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he's got the chicken, you know, uh, you know, sauteing mm. yeah he's sauteing it which i would have probably marinated and let it soak overnight in the nyquil yeah. but this guy's block bag yeah but it, this guy's yeah. just gonna saute it and here. he's pouring the nyquil over mm. the chicken and um this is an interesting choice because i feel like that the um nyquil itself like uh especially the green doesn't really mm. have a great flavor no uh, have disgusting. we tried it? Have we tried it cooked though? No, we haven't. So I guess I'm a little unclear of are you making Nyquil chicken because it tastes delicious? Are you making yeah. Nyquil chicken because hey, I have a cold and mm-hmm. so this is oh, a, a yeah. great way to get my Nyquil into my system? Or are people making Nyquil chicken because it gets you messed up? Yeah, like yeah. I was thinking of other things. You could have or, or cinnamon, sleep. cinnamon and cocaine toast, right? Oh. Okay. Instead of cinnamon and sugar, uh-huh. maybe you could put like Benadryl as like a cream on you know top of your pie or something. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think you can eat Benadryl. You yeah, can get Benadryl in cream form. I, I don't know. I'm just trying to think. Well, like, no, yeah, what, yeah, you can. I'm sorry that that you can certainly eat Benadryl, but I don't know if they make it in a cream. What's the squirty sauce? The white stuff, anti itch. That's maybe mm. what I was thinking of. Yeah, Not you shouldn't eat that. Don't eat that. Uh, uh, I'm just saying, like, you shouldn't eat. You, you shouldn't eat any of this unless you need it. Yeah. Some of these you shouldn't di- uh, ingest at all. And if you're going to cook something in another thing, it should at least taste good. Uh, right. Nyquil. Whenever you take Nyquil, the minute you get that flavor, you regret. You'd like. I would rather be sick, mm-hmm. super yeah. hard, than be- drink more because Nyquil. Because if you want to eat poultry. And also get some rest and go to sleep. Tyson, why not eat turkey? Oh, yes. Uh, I thought that I, there was something about the turkey that they said there is tryptophan, but for whatever reason, 
it doesn't necessarily and really make humans sleepy when they eat it. That's mm. like a old wives tale. I don't know if that's true or false. Uh, Look but, around the table after Thanksgiving. Yeah, but I mean, that can go for any big meal. Mm-hmm. Eat a large meal and then sit in a hot bus. <laughs> That'll put you to sleep. <laughs> That'll put you to sleep. <laughs> the bus is the key? Yeah. yeah. Well, in the heat, the hot bus. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Be a hot bus okay. on a cold day. But yeah. let me get back to this uh, this cooking video of yeah. did, the night. Did you chicken. guys try it this weekend? Uh, no, because FDI said not to. Okay. Yeah. If it's your and first now all of a sudden we're doing everything the FDA says. Well, we, look, this is their recommendation of okay. do, do not do this. But watch this. So this, is, this is where it gets really wild. Season that NyQuil in there okay. just at the right temperature. You're going to want to let it sit there. Listen, this sit. man is flipping the chicken um, that's on the stove with no utensils. Barehanded. Barehanded. Do you think he's washing his hands after every flip? I don't know. Maybe the NyQuil kills the viruses and bacteria also. Oh, interesting. Sizzle for about, you know, five to 30 minutes. Make sure you're constantly... Five to 30 minutes? What kind of cooking recipe is this? This guy... I think this knows. is a joke. I'm beginning to think this is a joke. Yeah, for sure it's a joke. Mm-hmm. Where he says four thirds of a really bottle. Doing this. This is broga. You think this is broga? I, I think people chicken. are doing this, but uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Show me someone who has uh, TikTok open. Like, look it up. See how many hashtags you can find for. I don't know what the sleepy chicken. chicken. Okay. All right. It's, it's, is it called Sleepy Chicken? Well, here's one. The challenge is similar to other challenges that circulated online, including a challenge called Sleepy Chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what the they're using for this. I'm trying let's to see. find the hashtag. I don't know. People are talking about I've seen a lot of NyQuil chicken videos. You're seeing a lot? Yeah. A lot, a lot oh. of people talking about it. People making it now. Okay, so maybe not so broga, mm-hmm. but still, how many people are actually making NyQuil chicken? Yeah. Here, here, just watch the end of this, too. You don't want to give one side more attention than the other. Okay. Oh, sometimes the steam really makes you sleepy. Woo. Oh, fuck. Okay. See, this guy oh. sounds like he's kidding. You're looking for is that blue color right there. That's green. All right, then you can go ahead and turn it off. Oh. Okay. Ooh, yeah, that's steam, baby. Drain the unused and, right and, back and then into he the NyQuil takes the unused like NyQuil and, boom, and then NyQuil pours it back chicken. in the bottle. Yeah, that this was guy, raw. That was still raw. Very I dangerous. feel like this guy is doing this as a joke. Others might be serious, but him, I don't think so. First of mm-hmm. all, the advice of five to 30 minutes... I don't cook at all. And even I know that's terrible. That's terrible. Terrible advice. He I, went, he, it looks like he went for less than five minutes too. When I saw that finished product, not fully. Yeah. Finished. He's, he's doing this appetizing. as a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But here's my question, Tyson. The FDA mm-hmm. is saying, okay, do not attempt the recipe of NyQuil chicken, but yeah. is it safe to make DayQuil chicken? Oh, I'll give you a little pep in your step. Uh, Probably also not. I mean, safe. I don't think it's necessarily this a safety issue. Maybe it is, but like, I think NyQuil is one of those regulated over-the-counter medicines already, isn't it? Like, don't they take like your phone number? I and think your that's ID Sudafed. I, don't, Sudafed. I don't think it's NyQuil. Yeah, they take yeah. your license. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, this guy obviously joking, obviously dumb. Mm-hmm. The insane part is that he got the FDA 
to respond to his stupid. Yeah, but TikTok Rob just video. showed that he's not the only one. This might be the video we watched, but Rob made it sound like there's a lot of people. Yeah. So according to uh, the FDA warning uh, that they say uh, that boiling a medication can make it much more concentrated and change its properties in other ways. Mm. So do not try this with Dayquil either. Um, okay. But uh, they say uh, it could also hurt your lungs. But simply. Someone could take a dangerously high amount of the cough and cold medicine without even realizing it. So these videos have been circulating online for months where people are doing this. How many people are doing it uh, is a fair question. And did the FDA put a lot more attention onto this by telling people not to do it? Like we're, you know, just a couple of people doing this. And then they said, don't do it. Now everybody knows about it. That's the risk you take when you're trying yeah. to, to steer people away from bad advice. Mm -hmm. You now shine the spotlight on that advice. Right. Well, the, and that advice, honestly, when you say that is scary to me. Can you imagine inhaling that cooked off like NyQuil, Dayquil. Like, is that healthy for you? I There's don't know, uh, but I'm just wondering, is it like a, like a Vicks Vapor Rub? Or I was like going to say, yeah. yeah. Don't you do something like that? No, Vicks Vapor Rub is a different product. That yeah, but you designed. put stuff in humidifiers that uh, does decongestion. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good. You're saying it's good. Yeah, I think, though, no, I think this is a good time to, uh, again, issue a disclaimer of that uh, News AF is an entertainment program. And yes. the, well, we're not telling people to do this. Oh, we're telling them not to do this. I, we're telling people not to do this. And sometimes in jest, uh, we talk about ideas that are funny, but are not actually good ideas. Mm -hmm. Parental discretion is strongly advised yeah Excellent and warning as the hero to probably most of the uh listeners out there tyson apostle says do not mm -hmm. attempt this do not try this uh maintain your health and uh never cook your meat or soak your meat nyquil chicken medicine. gtfo mm -hmm. now that being said mm -hmm. should NyQuil, you know, should they, uh, this seems Start like a good a marketing opportunity. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Coming, coming this cold and flu season, <laughs> barbecue flavor NyQuil. Barbecue flavor NyQuil. I thought NyQuil flavored chicken marinade. Yeah. That's what I thought you were going to say too. Mm. Like, like an actual marinade. No, because like keep that signature flavor. Mm, no, I, so I I think that the NyQuil flavor is gross to put on a so chicken. Gross. But you what if you could that. make the NyQuil have some sort of like garlic lemon NyQuil? Mm. Watch this. Mm. Burger King is going to come out Buffalo with a NyQuil chicken. burger. Yeah, the NyQuil burger. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, either way, there's a long way to go and there's going to be a lot of R&D to a million make, dollars. Yeah, to make this happen. Development. Mm -hmm. So yeah. uh, we'll get to the sloth terrarium with both those ideas and see which one uh, gets funded. Okay. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
let's talk about uh, a saga that we first talked about on the podcast uh, last week when we talked about the big scandal that rocked the chess world on uh, last week's podcast, where uh, that there was a big uh, match between uh, a chess world champion and a 19-year-old. Magnus versus Carlsen ended when... It was uh, the uh, the champion, Carlson. I'm sorry, Magnus, who lost and accused his 19 year old competitor of using some sort of teledildonic uh, yeah. vibrating device that may have been in his anal cavity, where he was getting pulses of what moves to make. Lots of other cavities available for such mm-hmm. a device, but. You know, it's personal. Which so did they prove? Did, did this ever get proven? No, that was no. There's still theory. zero, yeah. zero proof that this actually happened. Yes. Okay. Now this week a rematch mm-hmm. took place virtually Where? online. Okay. Uh, Magnus versus Carlson two, and okay. Tyson Both Grandmasters, by the way, which is a pretty cool title to have. Yeah. And so there was a, a, a new scandal that happened when. Mm-hmm. When it was Carlson, the Norwegian champion, not the person accused of cheating, no. who resigned from the game after one move. That's one weird. On. Is that the greatest that. move in chess? Explain that. So did he make a move and then the other guy countered and then he quit or did he move one it was, move? And then they were like, just in their openings uh, that it was like a couple of pawns came out. And I, I think he moved uh, a, a knight and then just logged off just like uh, hung up. Well, I think these grandmasters probably have the foresight and have the, the, that they can see no, that they can, they've played so many games that they can see immediately how difficult it's going to be to win. This, this article makes it sound moves. like it was an emotional resignation. Yeah. Not some like he was thwarted by the most brilliant opening salvo ever in chess. It was more like, eh. Here, I can bring yeah. it up. Okay, so here, let me share with you the uh, the live stream of the game. Uh, so we can see the, the game in its entirety, okay? Uh, Neiman versus... Carlson. Okay. Uh, here we go. And, uh, you be, you be the judge for yourself. Okay. Uh, to see what happens here. Okay. Uh, Neiman versus Carlson. All right. Here's the stream. And okay. So you'll see, this is a commentator who's talking about what's happening. You see, uh, the, you see the chessboard. Okay. And we see that, uh, Neiman opens, uh, with his pawn coming out. Okay. Kid and the rise couldn't produce. Uh, he got a good position against okay, then the night, very, Then the knight comes out game. from Carlson. And then Neiman moves a pawn. Carlson's looking at the board. Not. I don't think he cheated in the Singfield Cup, but everything else oh, is still Sorry, Alejandro. In the air. Sorry, Alejandro. I just have to interrupt you uh, because the game started. Um, and Magnus has logged off. What has happened? Magnus has resigned. Magnus has resigned the game wow. against Hans Neiman. Yes. Uh, at least that's what so it says in our transmission. Name one move. I can't believe there's this many people covering yes. this online chess game. It looks game. that way. Yeah. They're like grandmasters. Grand okay. Yeah, that's true. Grandmasters. 
So uh, I didn't even know you could move the horsey like that. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I, I see. I thought you you'd be a chess guy. No, I didn't know that. I thought you had to move all the pawns first. And then I started teaching myself chess because uh, Bergen's in chess club at school. Yes. Oh, I'm surprised that fun. you don't play chess either. Tyson. I do now with yeah. Bergen. I, we try to play uh, at least uh, every other day and uh, chess is very popular, honestly worldwide, but like the poker community is all getting into chess after poker. And there's a lot of crossover there. Lots of chess players going to poker as well. Cause there's a lot of similarities and uh, I actually really like playing chess with Bergen. I've understood the game a little bit. Like I know how all the pieces move. That's my extent of chess knowledge. I don't know strategies and and strategy movements and different things like that like after watching the queen's gambit i was like i don't Mm -hmm. know what the queen's gambit is and uh yeah so there's stuff i don't know in there but it's fun to watch bergen because she's like figuring it out almost like as fast as i am uh from a strategic standpoint Mm -hmm. she's like setting traps for me and stuff and i'm like oh my god you got me yeah yeah, I've had only frustrating experiences playing uh, chess with my sons uh, where that I feel like that they are uh, they, they don't like to lose. Uh, mm-hmm. So I sort of like let them win. But then they also like think that they, they think that they are they're overconfident now and they think yeah. that they yeah. can like multitask and also beat me, which then uh, pisses me off. And then I have to come back and and destroy them. Mm-hmm. So um you know they're thinking are, like, are you a big chess guy not i would never say i was a big chess guy but I, I i you know i've played it uh for a long time but not in any sort of like professional setting or uh, online or anything like that do you know like names of strategies no, and no, things like that no um you just have to be like i have not i'll help bergen so like she'll make a move and i'll be like why don't you put that piece back and yeah. look around a are you little sure bit that's what you want to do and look and make sure that where you're moving is unattackable or you're getting the better end of the deal. You're trading a weaker piece for a stronger piece, that's the type of thing. And uh, so I definitely like play both sides a little bit, but sometimes she like gets me too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, this uh, saga, I feel like uh, is not over. Uh, it's unclear exactly the motive of Carlson uh, resigning from the game. But Danny, uh, you and I were talking about before we came on that when we heard like, okay, that somebody quit one move into the game. We thought it was the guy that was accused of cheating. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. I had to reread the little subheading one or yeah. two times to get to realize it. It was the other guy who quit. Yeah. So it's making me feel like that maybe the young man that was accused of cheating by way of having the uh, vibrating pulsing device in a cavity Maybe beat him fair and square. Yeah. And that now that the guy's like, oh, I can be beat without anal beat signals. Mm-hmm. He's just upset. Yeah. Wow. Uh, does this affect the grandmaster label that these gentlemen have earned? Like if you take like boxing. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, former grandmaster mm-hmm. or once a grandmaster, always a grandmaster. I don't well, know. There can be I will multiple say grandmasters. There's yeah. There's multiple grandmasters. It's a level in chess. Mm-hmm. It's the we talked about news for six or seven years now. This is the first chess story I think we've brought up. So 
Well, Maybe no, we only Dave, only it was only a couple of weeks ago we talked about the robot that broke the kid's finger. Oh, that's yeah. right. Two chess stories in a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This can't be a coincidence. Big no. chess is making a move to dominate I need the to, market. I yep. need to become a chess influencer right now. Uh, right right now, now. It's getting yeah. hot. Right. Yep. Okay. So uh, we'll keep you updated if there's any more uh, news that breaks in this story. Okay. Uh, but Wait. the. Yes. Uh, Danny, I think, will give us all the big brother insider scoops that he has at the end of this whole thing. So keep listening. <laughs> At the end, Danny has some hot takes on Big Brother this season. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll incorporate some chess challengers in Big Brother. They, they already have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Not okay. this season. It's everywhere. But I just didn't yeah. know. I don't appreciate chess enough to recognize where it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So that this chess cheating saga that happened mm-hmm. uh, that th- th- we had where. Carlson was accused of having a device, uh, perhaps may have been one of the devices that was seen at the scene of a tractor trailer that ended up spilling sex toys all over an Oklahoma City highway. It was quite the scene on I-40 as a sex toy delivery truck. Was going to be slippery in that spot for a couple of days. Yes, for oh, sure. You think- Probably gallons of KY all over that highway. <laughs> yes. Uh, pleasure true? devices and lubricant uh-huh. everywhere. Wow. Yep. See? Wow. So what if you were like there and you accidentally slept, slipped and fell on a device? Could you sue? Is mm-hmm. that what you're thinking of? I don't know. I'm just saying like uh, Danny sure footed though. And that's what they need is they need guys who are good on ice to go and pick up this mess. So they Mm got to be like, okay, any outdoorsmen that are good specifically on and around ice, let's uh, get them out there. And I'm really good at grabbing poles. Mm -hmm. So that shape is pretty natural in my hand. Yeah. So I can get around the slippery stuff, grab the, uh, the appropriate shape and then, hammer toss it to the side of the road. Yeah. But I'm sure they've already cleaned it up as best they could. Yes. I don't think you want to throw teledildon lubed up teledildonics. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, how else put them in a bag, like a burlap sack I have with me. Get like a plow. Ooh. Yeah. Here, here's the Zamboni. Yeah. (laughs) Zamboni. Here. Okay. TMZ had the helicopter footage of uh, the incident. Okay. Uh, to zoom in on this picture, this I can see semi the individual project. Uh, lost products. its load here. It lost also its load. This box oh, nice. truck oh, nice. so it's on a little bit further east there. Bob, this box truck that uh, they're being loaded right there now. This semi overturned right at I-40, right where the on-ramp is to go to the new uh, Turnpike Spur here. It is also the Mustang on-ramp. When you get uh, uh, off Mustang to get onto I-40 eastbound, that's also the Mustang on-ramp. That is completely shut down due to, he's all the way across the lanes there. So they Can you make anything out, here, Danny? There's a lot of stuff to clean up. I tried to so zoom in. It's very fuzzy. Spur and Mustang. A uh, big messy cleanup is going to be yeah. needed after this. Do you think that they... Uh, once this story broke, people were just getting there in droves to try and help with looters. The yeah. Yeah. Well, looters. we always hear about, you know, the money that falls out of uh, armored cars Yeah. or the beer that falls out. And there's always a fight in a crowd yeah. here, Danny. The, I don't the, see the, much yeah. of a crowd. You guys maybe even make out to some of these, uh, these boxes. Any, any of these look familiar, Danny? See, 
any of them have my name on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see well, I don't think orders. this was like an Amazon truck. I don't know if this was. I uh, see all these bottles that are rolling around here. Oh, that's going to be yeah. a mess. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if they, any of them broke open. Oh, so, there's some there's some moisture. This mm-hmm. is one of those things where like 200 years into the future, they'll be the uh, future inhabitants of Earth are just like surveying the area and they bump into like a harvest that w- fell off the road into the bushes and they didn't end up picking them up. And they're like, what are these? What happened here? Did this used to be an ancient civilization? How? What? Why? And it will be very puzzling for... Do you uh, think they're just going to push all these products off the road into the bushes? Is no, that how think, that works? No, but I think that there are going to be some that don't get picked up. You know how like people go to like civil war uh, battlefields and look for yeah. like all like old bullets and old guns and memorabilia and stuff like that. This is what's going to happen is that uh, 200 the years treasure hunt. down the road, yep. the treasure hunters will be like, we know, maybe they'll be like, we know in the news that this was here and we're on the lookout for these ancient relics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think Exciting. that they will put some sort of a like marker of like uh, in memoriam of like what happened here at this mile marker? <laughs> yeah. And uh, Pink Elastics in the comment says teledildonics archaeology. Yeah. Which is, yeah, uh, totally. The field Danny tried to go into in college, but it's they too, didn't. it's too early. This belongs to in it. the museum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, you don't think, going back to our last story, that Carlson said, okay. I'm going to beat this kid at his own game. I put it in an online order and you, that I went for our rematch. <laughs> well, I'm going to be all ready to beat this kid at his own game. And uh Oh, big crash. Yeah. Uh, the yep. thing's not he here. Yeah. Backups and everything. Yeah, yeah. He had rings, plugs, uh, <laughs> and mm-hmm. all there. And it yeah. was going to be like, be receiving so many signals. Uh, they said it would be here moved. by one. Uh, <laughs> All right, I, I I resign. Would that be absurd if this was an Amazon truck and those were the only things on the truck? People ever really like, ordered? I mean, who knows? <laughs> yeah. who, who's to say? A window who into knows? the mind of Americans, exactly. <laughs> Midwest. Mm-hmm. It's like I thought. I was like, oh, good. We're not the only ones. Mm-hmm. Everyone's yeah. just only ordering teledildonics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, talk about uh, an interesting story uh, that uh, GQ magazine uh, uh, from the UK, they had an article that was profiling the men who are paying very large sums of money to go out to Las Vegas and take part in a somewhat experimental procedure where they're having their legs broken and lengthened uh, so that they could be three to six inches taller. Uh, so first of all, this is something that's been going on for a long time, but mm-hmm. you had to go to Russia to get this surgery. So the thing that shocked me most was that this was taking place in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And because is, is this like, Go ahead, Danny. You keep No, no. I mean, that's what surprised me. In Russia, this type of surgery seems like the way to go. And the other thing is, back when I read the first article I came across on this procedure, Mm -hmm. you could, you three to six inches was not what people were getting. Like, you were lucky if you got one to three inches. Mm -hmm. They've obviously perfected it. Yeah. Okay, Tyson, how much does Mm -hmm. it cost to get 
three inches taller from this procedure? I think it's an absurd amount of money. And that's what I'm guessing because I think that the people who are willing to pay- What's the number? What's an, what's an absurd amount? Uh, 600,000. No, oh. surprisingly much less. Uh, only 75K. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And is it covered by insurance? I do not believe so. Um, I'm imagining this is going to be, you're going to be paying cash. Um, it is agonizing uh, in terms of your pain tolerance. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and the way that it works that you have like uh, kind of like n- nano uh, robot or I, I mean, yeah, robots, basically um, there is a there are magnets uh, that are inserted into your body uh, that are like pushing the uh, like s- the broken limb apart a millimeter every day. So it has to focus on healing. So it's stretching the healing, which is stretching the bone. Mm -hmm. So where do they, do they break your leg in a couple places? So thigh bone. That's why it's three to six because, uh, that they can, uh, they do it first in, in your thigh. And then if you want another three, they can do it in, uh, your, your, uh, your shin bone. So while those are in stretching, can you move around and stuff or you're like bedridden for this? I read you were bedridden. Oh, here's the, here's at the bottom of this article, uh, a nod to what I was talking about in Russia. But when I read mm-hmm. about this in Russia, you were bedridden for three months. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, just thinking about it too hard makes me want to puke. Right. So, uh, yeah, that's... Now, Danny, don't do this. Don't I know do it, that Danny. you want to be as tall as oh. me, but that's almost a full. I just want to dunk a basketball in yeah. front of Liz and finally make her happy. But you know how weak your legs will be after this They're procedure. Just snap and <laughs> They'll be so down. weak because it would be nice to stretch out my everywhere. quads, give my quads a little bit more room to breathe. Yeah, yeah true. Because if you lengthen them, maybe they won't be quite as uh, juicy. Which is interesting to think that your muscle would also have to change, Everything. but you will lose all your muscle just from being bedridden yeah. for that long. Mm-hmm. Arteries, so you nerves, build it all back. everything. Yeah. That's what Adam Katz, who uh, we know as a doctor, is saying. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, what's the aesthetic then of like, uh, you know, like I kind of feel like that, um, is it going to look right to, yes, you will be taller, uh, but... Your wingspan won't match. Yeah, your mm-hmm. wingspan will match, but as long as you don't have an incredibly short toes, torso, I think you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Wow. And by the way, the people in this article who are getting it done aren't really super short. One of them is 5'9". Mm-hmm. But uh, remember the article we read where a woman would rather be with a guy who's like seven foot six than a guy who's 5'10"? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe this is, you know, his was ticket that what it to was? a larger... It was something insane like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Well, um, you gotta, if you can get then, uh, over sixes, that's one of the sixes that, uh, you know, you want to satisfy on these, uh, dating profiles. Yeah. The best part about getting old and being married mm-hmm. is that this, you care, you can care less about stuff like this. Mm-hmm. You care less about how you dress, less about how tall you are. Cause right. none of it even matters anymore. That's why I think in your sixties, you're the happiest because there's no chance of you you know what I mean? You're, you're improving yourself. Yeah. You're, you're like, okay, now I don't have to worry about having to do anything mm-hmm. to prove myself. Mm-hmm. I can just live my life. Mm-hmm. $75,000. Yeah. So it's not experimental right now where it is experimental. They've been doing it in the Soviet, since the Soviet union. So I don't think it's so much experimental as the technology has improved. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. So the Vegas thing, like we're not getting discounts for being like the first time customers or something like that. They're ready to to operate for seventy five thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, boy, I like you have to put your whole life on hold uh, for this. Like, all right, well, like clear my schedule for the next year. Three, I'm gonna be yeah. <laughs> getting three inches taller. Outside of extreme circumstances, I think the people that are paying for this aren't the people that I would enjoy. Oh, it says it can decrease your athletic ability. So my gigantic Trisana quads are gone. No, what if it cancels things out and it's even still? Like you still can't dunk a basketball by just as much, but you're taller. Yeah. I don't know, Mike. The only thing I have going for me is my legs that can just endlessly go uphill at high speeds. And if I lost that, I wouldn't have anything. I'd have the height, but I wouldn't have the ability to crush it going uphill. Mm-hmm. I think I, I'm going to stick with the uh, the quadrosaurus pants and the big legs. Mm-hmm. What if we can? What if we can get this all crowdfunded, and you document your journey of getting taller? Yes, and then also, Danny, what if they came out with the surgery to do some sort of leg uh, widening? <laughs> I would not oh, so they stretch it and then <laughs> yeah. widen it. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so so your pants still vertical fit. and horizontal. So you can Here. cut off your pants and use them as shorts because obviously they're hmm. going to be too short. Here's an interesting story this. from one of the patients. Uh, I find this fascinating. He said that he realized that he had become a taller person when he went to go pee. Sounds like for the first time after mm. three months of a catheter or whatever. And he said when he went to go pee, he realized that something was off. Like he wasn't doing his normal angle mm-hmm. and he was peeing all over the place. Yes. That's, wow. that's kind of interesting to think about that. You do well, spend it's, years. The, the, the angles are off now. The angles are off. Cause he had gained those three inches. He yeah. said he made a mess of it right there in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is what I think is going to be the weirdest part for these guys. I know that's interesting, but Danny, do you, do you take note of everybody who's taller than you in person? Like when you meet somebody, are you like, oh, this guy's really tall? Or do you not really think that way unless somebody's absurdly tall? Because anybody no. who looks me in the eye or is taller than me, I am like, that is a giant right there. No, no, you think about like sometimes you'll approach a group, and that happened just last week. And I approached a group of like European kids uh, as I was getting on a train or something. I thought, man, they are all super tall. But it didn't make but me. Were think. they absurdly tall, or were they just like six foot? Oh, some five, of them were. Ten, five, you know, yeah. some of them were over at like six foot three. They were probably around six foot three. The thing is, I don't think. Oh my gosh, they're so tall. I wish I could get up into their atmosphere, and I'm willing to go be bedridden for three months and lose my gigantic quads to do so. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, the shorter you are as a person, the more commonplace it is to see people taller than you. So yeah. you probably don't take note of it. Yeah. Yeah. I take note of I it every that. time I see somebody taller than me. I'm like, there's something in my head. Every time somebody taller than me is anywhere, I'm like, that's a tall person. And so I'm thinking like, if you're five eight, five nine, you see people taller than you regularly. So you never think that way. But then once you become... Look, if you hate being short, then this is probably a no-brainer for you. But if you're comfortable with your height... Not a, dude, you're not going to go through three months mm-hmm. of being bedridden. And like Rob said, probably an additional nine months of rehab. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. to get a couple inches. Just to get a couple inches. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I'd be 6'6 six, six if I got three inches. You would be a monstrosity. 
<laughs> only because my wingspan wouldn't match my height. By the way, six six Tyson. That's only if you got the minimal amount. What if you got six additional inches? What if you got the maximum amount? You're at six foot what nine. Is that? nine now. Now you're just like an absurdly giant walk. person mm-hmm. yeah. with like these super long, scary legs. You'd be terrifying. You'd yeah. be like Barbie. Yeah, but then nothing would match. They'd be like, your wingspan is so small for someone so tall. And we expected your nether regions to be. Well, yeah, I wasn't going to bring well. that up, but yeah, like I kind of feel like that. All right. So maybe you have like a uh, normal size genital area proportional to your height, but now, okay, now we've <laughs> added a lot of inches, inches of height. height. <laughs> now is it like, okay, well actually now that that, that is looking now. It's never ending. Now you right. have to go get an augmentation yeah, on you have your to get genitals. Your fingers lengthened. You gotta your fingers, Actually, your wingspan. That's the surgery I need is my sausage fingers sausages need to be lengthened. Mm-hmm. Lengthened out into foot long hot dogs. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. Yeah. That would be cool. That would be kind of handy. Be easier to get in tight spaces. Easier to get in tight spaces with my fingers. Mm-hmm. Right now, these things can't, they could barely tie shoelaces. They just get in these so, mm-hmm. way. Let's break it down here. I get the six inches on my leg. Boom. Now I'm going to need three inches on either hand arm okay. to match that. Yep. Another now, five inches. Now I'm going to need like probably an inch on my neck. Mm-hmm. You're going to need gonna, two inches each on each side of your quads. I'm going to need two inches on each side of my quads. I'm going to need an inch length on my foot just so I can oh, yeah, to balance. balance all <laughs> yes. of that yeah. extra leverage. That's true. So not an in- inverted Eiffel Tower. I'm going to need all of my fingers lengthened. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Maybe and a little neck lengthening. You put the hoops on. I already said that an inch. Yeah, an inch of, of neck lengthening. Now mm-hmm. you're at like at least half a million dollars in over five years of, <laughs> of bedridden being, being bedridden. Lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna need a. Yeah, I already said genital augmentation, and uh, I think that you're good at that. No, point. because you're doing all of that to catch up, right? Isn't that what you were saying? Yeah, you're doing all of that to catch up with just the leg lengthening to make you look proportional. Like, uh, what's that uh, painting of the exact perfect? proportions the drawing oh from michelangelo mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah so 10 years later you'll uh yeah that guy in that painting though he was like five foot two because that's as tall as they got back then yeah so mm-hmm. now imagine him imagine lengthening him by a foot everywhere monster yeah i mean you're just gonna mm-hmm. have to do every that's why they make it proportion. so cheap seventy five thousand just to get you in the door and then they know yeah. that they've got you for the long haul I'm yeah. all for everybody doing this so that eventually airline seats can get larger again. Mm-hmm. Because once everybody's six foot six, you can't keep those seats that size. Mm-hmm. Well, so. if this gets cheaper than doing anything with your face, like nose jobs and ears and stuff, then there's going to be some competition because it's like, oh, I want my ears to look a little smaller. My nose is too big. I want to shrink that down a little bit. Why don't I just make everything bigger? And then the nose yep. won't look so big and pointy. Man, th- it's going to be priceless if you have confidence. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> be a rich, confident man because you're not spending it on all these stupid procedures. It's going to be so much easier in the metaverse that they can just do it like oh, uh, much, yeah. much quicker. I think it's still going to be as expensive. It's expensive, but it's very expensive. (laughs) Yes, but quick, but in, but faster. Yeah. I'm not even going to be human in the metaverse. Mm -hmm. I'd be like a centaur. I've already said that. (laughs) Oh, Cater Gator said it's Da Vinci's uh, drawing, not uh, Michelangelo's. Thank you you for correcting us. We're not Renaissance. Uh, speak for yourself, yes, Danny. Yes. <laughs> we are Renaissance fans. Renaissance. Uh, I thought you were going to say Renaissance, uh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. We're that um, as well. All right. 
So this is an interesting story of um, that there was a man who is uh, the COO of Beyond Meat, of course, uh, that Danny many times over the years has uh, given us uh, stories about Smeat, uh, very interested in all sorts of uh, different artificial meat, but I'm wondering if there could there be some connection of, you know, being such a big part of the Beyond Meat Corporation. And then he seemed to have a um, desire for human flesh after he bit uh, two men in the face. He's got a taste for long pig. He's the COO. Yes. Chief operating officer of Beyond Meat. Uh, And he has been arrested for biting men in the face. Uh, He bit one man in the nose. Tyson, the guy. Mm-hmm. And he claims that he has a appetite for human flesh. No, no. no well, we're, we're no, pres- like, Rob's hey, questioning. You know, like, could you, could you, ha- I get beyond meat for so long that <laughs> maybe I mean, there's like, a lot I, of stuff. Now I need, uh, you know, like human flesh. I mean, there's That's stuff scary. In, that, in that meat concoction that they make that is you think there might be human nose in there no i just think that it's like there's uh there's a lot of chemicals and stuff in there isn't there it's not like it's not like all it's it's Organic. a weird like to make something that tastes like meat that isn't meat is in Sweet. itself mm-hmm. weird and uh yeah so this is weird this is a weird story was he uh, in a fight was he being attacked did he bite them unprovoked. Like there's some, we need to know some stuff. Okay. So, uh, he was at a sporting event, uh, that he was in a parking garage at a razor, no razorback stadium following Arkansas's victory over Missouri state. Uh, and I guess that this was a parking garage altercation. Yeah. Alcohol was involved for sure. Mm -hmm. Beyond alcohol or real alcohol. (laughs) Beyond alcohol would have been better. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He wishes. Okay, uh, and it's apparently they were both trying to get out of the stadium, and then uh, it, it, somebody put their Subaru in front of his Bronco, uh, and they and they basically they made contact, and so he got out of the vehicle and uh, punched through the back windshield of the Subaru. Whoa, and dude! Then, Beyond Meat is making this guy in a wild, and, and then pulled him in close <laughs> and started punching his body and bit his nose. <laughs> Uh, okay, I look at the picture here, the arrest picture. He does uh, look like a brawler. He looks see. just like the kind of guy who's had one too many drinks and punches through your back window, mm-hmm. which is a terrifying T-1000 moment when uh-huh. that kind of a thing happens. I I also sense like the owner, they keep seeing, saying Subaru. It's almost as if this was an anti-Subaru event. Yeah, mm. which is crazy because if I'm imagining an Arkansas football game, <laughs> I'm also imagining... Not Subaru. Not Subaru. Yeah, well, but that's what I mean. Maybe the Subarus would drew his attention. Yeah. What got him so riled up. And that's what's scary is because Danny, you and I both I know. I drive a Subaru. (laughs) So should I stay out of Arkansas? Is that the message here? Well, yeah, definitely Subaru people are not should not go to Arkansas. Do you think (laughs) this man perhaps went to Doug Ramsey is his name? Um, he went uh innocently enough to uh, this football game in Alabama and I'm sorry, in Arkansas uh, and, you know, tried to set up a tailgate and, Mm -hmm. you know, cook some beyond meat products and get, 
people to try some. And maybe the tailgaters rejected him at every turn. No, no, we don't want yeah. it. Get out of here with your Beyond Burger. Bring us some real Faker, meat. Imposter. Yeah, wow. And he, maybe he the snapped. harassment got to him. Yeah. Well, I think regardless, the second you get named as COO of Beyond Meat, they're like, and here's one very important aspect of being mm-hmm. COO. You can never be caught eating real meat. Real mm-hmm. Ever. Mm-hmm. That's a rule. And an even more important rule is definitely don't ever get caught biting a human. <laughs> never, mm-hmm. eating, never eating a human's meat. Yes. That's the two things. Like literally as they're like, signing oh, him up and they're sending the contract. Easy enough. Like, yeah. <laughs> no problem. No problemo. Uh, over here, I've never bit a person's face before. Yeah, never had, I've never had that, uh, that, that appetite for Punch. human flesh. I should be fine. But now it's yeah. forbidden fruit, Tyson. What kind yeah. of hormones are in Beyond Meat that made this guy so angry he was able to punch through the back of a windshield? Mm-hmm. Of a Subaru? Dude, that's crazy, too, because I imagine if I go out to my Subaru right now and try to punch through the windshield, unless breaks. I'm filled with rage <laughs> and I have a full commitment, my hand is broken. The glass is fine. Mm-hmm. It's uh, one of those yeah. things where you have to make sure you punch all the way through it yeah. or your hand is going to be destroyed. See beyond the window. Do you think you meditated for a <laughs> yeah. moment to see beyond the window? <laughs> he punched through yeah. the window, yeah. not at the window. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They do say that in uh, karate. They're like, visualize punching That's through right. the target, not into the target. Okay. I have one other meat related story, but it's kind of gross. Uh, oh, Danny's in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Be careful because uh, that a, a new study says that mm-hmm. fly vomit is a big thing you have to worry about. Yeah. Why? Why do I have to worry about it? They're landing that it's more, it's worse for you than being bit by the fly. Well, like I've never vomiting. trusted flies because when they land, they rub their hands together as you know, like pretty sinister like, yeah. right? Yes. yes. Yeah. I, it's bad for you germ wise. Yes. Yes. And uh, what are they doing? Vomiting on they, your they food? They throw or up in your on your food. No, they throw up your on your food. Yeah. They land on your food and they throw up on it. Yeah, I think that's uh, maybe not full common knowledge, but that's, I think, how they digest stuff yeah. or mm-hmm. whatever. So they vomit and then they slurp it back up. Uh, yeah, I agree. Let's get rid of the flies. It's pretty gross. 100%. Like, mm-hmm. what do they do other than spread disease? What's the yeah. point of a fly? Well, I mean, they're probably an important part of the food pyramid ecosystem. for some other animals, but... Mm, they also yeah. break stuff down in other outside. Like, okay, that's break right. down the dog poop outside. Mm-hmm. Do not come in my house and land on my food. Yeah, After breaking down the dog poo. After breaking down the dog poop. Right, right. Uh, yeah. Because they say that uh, before the fly actually eats some of your food, it vomits up a portion of what's already it's eating onto your mm-hmm. food. Uh, and then they also say that it the, the, the worst part of it is that the uh, fly, they call it a crop, uh, the fly's vomit, promotes the development of antibacterial resistance. Uh, so it can also- In your body? Yeah. Wow. So it's destroying your immune system the more fly vomit you eat? Mm-hmm. I already knew this. I don't eat things that flies land on. Some people don't care. And now I have hard evidence. I didn't think it was a big deal. Care. I got to be honest. I'm like, ah, I get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah. So let's see. So How long Danny, do they need? Danny will eat a bird poop sandwich, but he's not eating 
No. There's no uh, evidence that bird poo can break down my immune system. Yeah, but you didn't know this till today. So what was your issue with a fly land on your sandwich oh, before that? Oh, I've known flies are dirty for the very reason mm -hmm. we already discussed. You watch them playing around on horse uh, horse poop, cow poop, yeah. uh, dead things, yeah. dog poop, and then flying to your sandwich. That's yes. totally different. Yes. But what if you shoo it away right away? Well, yeah, I think you just can't let them land on it. So Shoot. the second but, it makes contact at boom. all, that, you're done with yes, that yeah. food. That, that, that part it. of the food is gone. So gone. you never eat at picnics. You don't eat outside ever. No, I monitor my food at all times. Never leave it unattended. If I did leave it unattended, it's done. Wow. Well, that's if flies are about. Because flies aren't always around. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. so, so, yeah. yeah. what about a gummy? Let's say you're out on a run. You have a gummy in your hand. Fly touches down oh, real dude, quick. Are you serious? I Last it up gummy. Last it. gummy. I chuck it. Okay. Yeah. Easily. I don't even finish most things that I've been touching. I eat all the way to the part where I was touching, then I get rid of it. Wow. It is true. Yeah. Danny Very disciplined. Trust himself. Yeah. It, it really is. And we've gone over this many, many times where the amount of half sodas in Danny's house when he was single mm -hmm. is half insane. To partial me. candy bars, which yeah. probably all attracts all a lot of flies. More of a sign of a mental defect, probably, than like some kind of discipline. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> no, I think I think everyone listening can agree. I agree on that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> okay, it's a lot of work. Danny. Are you ready to take us to your bolt hole, which never has any flies? No flies. Not a no-fly zone. Okay. All right. Let's welcome in the world famous Danny Bryson Boltall. Welcome to my Welcome. Bolt hole. I think you're gonna like it. I hope we do. I think so you're gonna feel mm -hmm. you belong. Yeah. Guys, this this last uh, study finds webpage is advertising Dayquil to me. Oh no! Yeah, we talked about it. They're listening. I have a story uh, this week because I haven't really had a ton of time to look at news articles, but this story happened the day after our last podcast. Mm -hmm. So, um, the day after we podcasted last, I was in Chamonix and we went to go climb Mont Blanc and what they call the Three Peak Traverse. Mm -hmm. So we got up there, up on the mountain and we started going and we noticed at first that there's not a lot of people doing the route we were doing, almost nobody. And we were, we climbed one peak and then descended down it. And then we started to climb up the other and we could see this lone figure near the summit of this peak, kind of in what they call Very a ominous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what they call a Bergschrund, which is where the glacier separates itself. And he was just sitting there on the edge of the Bergschrund. So we, you know, it takes a while. We get up there um, almost to the top and he's just sitting there. And then he comes over and he's trying to talk to us. He's not from the U.S. or anywhere, you know, in Western Europe. He's, he's a Russian and he's asking us what our plans are. And it finally becomes apparent that we can't cross this thing that's called the Bergstrand. The, the, the gap is too big in the glacier, right? So we're going to turn around, go down this mountain and go down the next and he can't, what we come to find out through broken communication is he's stuck. He's been there for a long time. How long? Because he's too, too, all day. Oh. Too afraid to go down, too afraid to go up. So he needs to be on our rope to get back down. Otherwise, he's not going anywhere. So normally, 
uh, I don't, I'm not into rescuing, right? That's not my nature, yeah. but we put this guy on a rope line and we slowly lowered him down this first mountain. It took forever. Right. And then we got to the bottom when we took him off of our rope line, we said, okay, now you're good. You can climb up to the next peak. If you're still haven't gone down, we will help you go down this next peak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we went and we summited uh, another mountain. Then we came back down. He'd gone like 30 feet and he's just sitting there on perched on this really steep section. So we have to climb out to him, put him on the rope again and physically lower him down like hundreds of feet down the mountain. Mm-hmm. And then we're, they, they have a, a big tram that is the only way to get on and off this mountain. There is no trail. You know, if you decide to hike down, it's going to take hours and hours of rappelling to get down through the cliffs. Cliffs. So we we tell him, "Hey, we're going to go to the tram," and he's like, "Oh, you take me too." And we're like, "No, we can't take you because there's very little time." Oh, but we go together. We're like, "No, we can't go together." You, we got you through everything that was dangerous. Like you can do this on your own. There is a small hut you can go take refuge in. But we are making this last tram. So we took him off our rope again and we took off and we started running. And you ran away from him. We ran away from him. We <laughs> ran probably in crampons yeah. like a mile and a half. But he was in the more. safety zone at this point. He was in the safety zone. Okay. And I thought that's the first rescue operation. Normally I'm totally against rescue. Tyson and I were once in a situation where a guy needed rescuing. Uh, if you remember Tyson, we were in the Tetons with Matt yeah. and there was a guy stuck on top of the cliff and yes. the guy we were with is like, Oh, I'm going to go rescue him. And I said, D- don't do that. Wait for a professional. Cause when that guy slips, cause he has no confidence, you know what he's yeah. going to grab? He's going to grab you and he's going to pull you down. And for your, uh, you know, for all your pain of rescuing him, he's going to probably kill you. Did Matt rescue him? No, we, we, we kept killing him. We, we I called. Yeah. Yeah. We ran down where those two girls were and we called. Yeah. But this is the first time I actually ever got involved in a rescue and it was both annoying and very, um, satisfying. Like I was super annoyed. I I was okay with rescuing him the first time. Right. I thought, okay, he's stuck here. There's no way he's so far away. Nobody else. But the second time I was not a gracious rescuer. I was like, dude, we have to ditch this guy. And the best part is you could have a conversation in the open about ditching him because he speaks almost no English. Uh-huh. Uh, he can't understand the conversation that's being had mm-hmm. on his behalf. But he could probably get the body language context. I think he of, did understand, yeah. but even though he knew that I was arguing with the other two people, like we need to leave this guy because we can't make it. Uh, the, I think that he uh, still wanted to be attached to us for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the uh, luckily the other two guys I'm with are much nicer and way better humans because they're, they're the ones that said, oh, no, let's take him down the second mountain. And like I said, we lowered him. He basically slid on his butt for a lar- large portion of it while we just lowered him down. And then eventually I said, dude, uh, we need to ditch him. And the other two were like, well, then you have to tell him. So I said, Andrea, we are ditching you. We're Give us the <laughs> rope. We're running away from you. You have to do the rest yourself. But he was on a trail at that point. At that point, we had gotten past yeah. everything, past all the crevasses, all the major ones. We had, uh, like I said, all the steep sections. So he was safe, right? So how scary was this? The these places he was stuck? Like, would I have tolerated being there? No, probably not. 
Okay. They probably would have been scary. too scary for you. Yep. But for me, I was just, it was more like, ugh, like, come on, dude. Mm-hmm. Okay. It wasn't scary, but it did feel good. So now I can add to my resume, rescuer. Even though it, it was begrudging, you still feel- Does it matter, Tyson? I think that counts. Okay. I think it still counts. Doesn't a begrudging thing still count as the thing? Yeah, but not as much because the intent of your heart uh, wasn't fully- Well, at least it. the first half of the rescue the wasn't begrudgingly- half. Yeah, and I recognize that. I think you did the right thing, Danny. I don't know if ditching him at the end was the right thing, but if he was safe and you feel confident that he oh, was safe, then confident. yeah, then that's fine. And when we got into the tram, we could see him down there on the uh, the flat glacial part with no big crevasses, and he had made his way. He was like halfway back to the tram. So, okay. but you were on the last tram of the day. Oh yeah, we were. They're like, so when what? we got there, there was a call out for two minutes until the last tram down. And so, so what do you think he did? Well, there is a hut up there. And I'm assuming that he stayed at the hut if they had any room. Honestly, that my problem is I agreed to rescue people. I'll help you. Uh, just because I think cosmically, like I'm going to need help. There's no way I can go through all this and not need help at some other point. Right. So it's yeah. like, just I'm paying my dues. Right. But at the same time, it's like, how much do you owe a person that you're helping? Like, you babysit them all the way to the tramp. That's what saints do. I'm not looking for a sainthood. Yeah. I'm just looking for the bare minimum. And I felt like I reached that. And uh, yeah, so it was interesting. And plus, you know, what if he's a Russian with some political clout? He goes back and says, dude, the Americans aren't all that bad. I got rescued by three. Oh, wow. Oh, but what if he goes back and he's like, they barely wanted <laughs> there was to one help guy. me. No, there yeah. was one guy. <laughs> there was one guy. One third of Americans are super horrible. He did say as we left that we he he said multiple times, "You saved my life." So I think that the impression we left on him is that we did the right thing. Yes. Now he owes so you a if life. He goes death. back to Russia. He'll be spreading all sorts of pro-American propaganda. Wow. And that's what I was like. Oh, dude, there's You're one a patriot, Danny. One that's for America, right yeah. there. Wow. Spreading peace, bringing worlds together. He's Uh our ambassador. Did you do anything like really rotten out there to negate uh, the good deed that you had done? Or are you coming out in the positive? No, I think I'm coming out in the positive. Wow. Like I feel pretty good about this. Mm -hmm. Good. You didn't yell at any, any like establishment for not taking us dollars. Mm, I didn't do that. I did almost yell at the customs uh, people. I mean, it was just, you know, when you're going to yell but you don't, but it's right there, like at the edge of your lips, like you're about to scream. Yeah. And they had one customs agent for 300 people at Salt Lake. And I thought this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. And of course there's some old ancient couple who can't seem to get through and needed 10 to 15 minutes of help at customs to get through. There you go. (sighs) So I didn't, I didn't do it though. I came out on the net positive. Yeah. Saved a Russian, didn't yell at the old people, didn't yell at uh, U.S. Customs agents. That wouldn't have gotten me okay. anywhere anyway. Probably All right, let's small see, jail keep an eye on the news, see if world peace breaks out. Yeah, yeah. Let's see if this guy, he claimed to have been a used car salesman from central Russia, but maybe that was just his cover. His cover he's yeah. actually the son of like a powerful diplomat or we Russian to, oligarch. We know who to blame if world peace is achieved. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You're um, welcome, world. You're welcome. All right. Danny, thank you for sharing uh, that. Happy to hear that you got home. Did not require a rescue. Nope, not yet. And are back with us. Uh, Danny, what's coming up for you this week? Mm, I got to be present here. Mm, after gotta going on face. vacation for two weeks. 
Yeah. So I've got, I've got uh, tonight parent teachers conference. Oh, we have that tomorrow. Yeah. I have to go. We have, we already had ours, but we have another thing next week at school. Oh my God. Never ends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We have it tomorrow. And, uh, I had to, I had to bail too much, too much going on. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You're watching survivor. Well, yeah, we have, uh, this is like, a bit, uh, yeah, it's tomorrow is one of the busiest days in the history of Rob as a podcast, because of course we know. Oh, really? Survivor, Why? Well, so, because Danny, uh, Survivor is coming back tonight to our episode. Amazing mm-hmm. Race is coming back tonight. And so, so we got, we got to do podcasts about all those shows wow. and Big Brother is going to be on tomorrow. Your triple header. It's a triple, triple header. Heading. On Thursday, I said, uh, sorry, kids. Look, I'm doing my job of supporting uh, your life. Uh, can't go to parent-teacher conference. Yeah. Wow. Plus, what are they going to say that they couldn't send to you in an email? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So, Nicole will be doing double duty tomorrow night. But I'll be doing triple duty. Yeah. Yeah, you win. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing the same thing. Yes. I have to watch Survivor. Yes. I get to watch Survivor. You get to watch Survivor. I yes. get to oh, comment good phrasing. on Survivor. Yes. And uh, I also, uh, yeah, uh, we'll be talking with Johnny Bananas about Survivor. Oh, wow. Does he watch yeah. Survivor? We're going to find out. Yeah. He's going to okay. watch this one, but we'll find out how much he watches. And Joke's then, on him. It's a two-hour episode. I know. <laughs> I, I As you said, two hours, I was like, here we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, and then my major league pickleball podcast was released, uh, last night. So today it's out there and, uh, you know, you can find me everywhere. All right. You're everywhere. You can't escape you. No, everywhere. No matter how you try. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you for joining us here for news AF this week. Be back next week, uh, probably back on Tuesday. We'll yeah, see. I would Tuesday's perfect, but we're nimble, yeah. we move it around sometimes. Okay, so nimble. make sure you subscribe be. to the podcast so you never miss it. And uh, we'll be back with you next week. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. We did it, guys.